I am Stephanie Lugo, and this is the Market Authority Show. Hey, I'm Stephanie Lugo, ex-corporate 9to5er turned top producing realtor and coach. Along the way to growing a top 1% attraction-based real estate business, I became obsessed with all things marketing systems, scaling, and social. But it wasn't always easy, and I remember what it felt like to lack the confidence, direction, and know-how to make it happen. So I created the Market Authority Show to share simple, actionable, step-by-step help and inspiration to build your dream real estate business with help from timeless principles and today's cutting-edge strategies. Here, we always keep it real and never shy away from the topics that you are dying to know more about but can never get a straight answer to. Clients, growth, family balance, failure, and how to navigate an ever-changing real estate industry are just a few of the topics that we're going to tackle together. Whether you're just starting out on your real estate journey or you've been around for a while, we've got a few tricks up our sleeve that you'll want in on and all are welcome here. So let's dive in. Before we get started, I wanted to share about an exciting live training I am hosting in just a few days. Join me live for my new workshop, Three Steps for Real Estate Agents to Unlock a Six-Figure Income and Attract Clients on Demand. You know I'm not about to throw any strategies around cold calling or door knocking at you with this live training. We're going to talk about marketing that attracts, how to identify and attract your dream clients on autopilot with simple marketing strategies that any agents can do. We're covering follow-up that converts, build a trust and connection that converts casual leads into clients for life, and we're going to touch on systems that scale which is going to be all about how to easily track your progress to keep momentum high and take strategic action in a way your competition won't. Having a great strategy is only one part of creating a business and life that you love. So ensure your success by learning these frameworks that can be implemented for immediate traction. I want to help you rev up your business this spring. So be there or be square. All the details to register and save your seat for this virtual training are in the show notes. We are going live on March 22nd. That is Wednesday at 11 a.m. Pacific time. Hope to see you there. On to the business at hand, big welcome to Karen Ann as a Market Authority alum, a friend of the podcast, and a successful real estate agent located outside of Athens, Georgia. Karen Ann has built an incredible life where she has built a six-figure business while working two to three hours a day, but she was not an overnight success. Karen Ann in this episode is sharing the journey that led her to where she is today, what changes made the biggest difference in her bottom line, and what her days look like now. During our conversation, we cover a lot. Mindset, goal setting, struggles in balancing work and motherhood, and we share what Karen Ann's role looks like with me in the Market Authority Academy today as our success coach. She is a master at implementing organization, systems, and structure, and you are going to love hearing from her. Big thanks to Karen Ann for joining. We had an amazing time having this conversation, and I hope that you enjoy listening in too. Without further ado, here's Karen Ann. Karen Ann, thanks for joining me today. How's it going? Hey, I'm so happy to be here, and it is a lovely morning, so I'm, I'm, I'm just pumped to be here. 
Good. Nice mug. Cheers. <laughs> you have the market authority mug and I'm slack and I don't have mine today. We could have been twinsies. Oh, we could have. <laughs> you know, this I I'm not like a huge coffee drinker or anything. Um occasionally I have some tea and I need a little caffeine this morning. So um I I I pulled out my handy only mug that I use. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. I love it. What an honor to be the only mug on the shelf. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So for, for see, we were talking offline about like, oh gosh, is it gonna be awkward? Cause you and I talk every day, all day. And then as soon as we hit the record, we're like, I hope this goes well. So <laughs> I'm really excited for a fun conversation. I think we're already off to a great start. For those who have not met you yet, can you share a little bit of an intro for yourself, Karen? Yes, absolutely. I am a licensed real estate agent in Georgia. I live in the greater suburbs of Athens, Georgia, which is a nice little college town. Um, so I live in a small town um, in like the one of the biggest growing um, counties in my state and has been for a couple of years. Um, And so I've been licensed for about six years now. And I uh, started off as a stay-at-home mom, homeschooling mom. And I have kind of developed out this business. So as a homeschooling mom, I really had to learn how to grow and scale my business with limited time. And um, as I learned and evolved my business, I actually was able to overcome my husband's income. We were a one income household before that. And so he came and started working for me as my admin. And as of a couple of weeks ago, he is officially licensed so that we can grow and scale our business even further. I love that. So now you are a power duo taking over Georgia. Very Yeah. (laughs) How's it been going so far? I know it's only been a little while. You know, it has been, it has been so much more than I could have even imagined. Um, My husband is really kind of a shy person. He's very introverted. And I was like, I don't really know how this is going to work, but he already does a lot of the back end um, work for me. And I was like, we just maybe need a little bit more help with showings and just the opportunity to um, really grow. And it's something about getting his official license, you know, just completely empowered him. So he has come in and I don't feel like I don't feel like I've made this much traction in my business for a very long time. So I'm very excited about it. Oh my gosh. So that's really cool because a lot of times I'm, I'm a husband and wife duo. And Mm -hmm. I think that my setup is probably the inverse of your setup where I'm the one who likes to tinker in the background. I am very introverted. It's hard to put me in, in big social situations. Bryce is a social butterfly where he just kind of like whatever is in his way, he kind of like plows through it. He's just, he can just go and do and buzz about town. Whereas that could be very training for me. Um, so it sounds like you guys have a really similar setup and have you had any questions yet from people saying like, Oh, but what's it really like working with your spouse? I could never work with my husband. Any of those? Not yet. So I would agree with you that we are similar. And I would also very much agree with the Curtis is very much like you are. And I am very much like Bryce's. Um, we haven't officially announced him. (laughs) So we've been like small moves, um, with our database and just like really making sure that people are comfortable 
especially any current clients that we have. So we're like slowly transitioning. And uh, we were supposed to make the announcement last week, but I totally dropped the ball um, <laughs> as I feel like I do. Um, we talk about this all the time. I'm like the visionary for us. And he's the, um, oh my gosh, I always say executioner and it's not it. It's the executor. <laughs> he's the executor. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and so um yeah, when it came time for me to like write out the post um, and like really share what we were planning to do, I totally dropped the ball and didn't do it. So I'm hoping to get that done this week. Well, that's really exciting. And congratulations. It's a huge win for you guys. And I know that's something that was kind of on your minds for a while. So way to go. Yeah. And I mean, a while, meaning like before, okay, before we even had children and our oldest is 10, we had this this dream. So probably, probably like right about the time we found out we were expecting our first child, we were like, Oh, wouldn't it be so cool to work together and just like really spend our lives together. And here we are 10 years later doing the thing. And that's, I think that's the most exciting thing. And just to see, it never feels like, it never feels like you're going to get there. It's like, yeah, there might be light at the end of that tunnel. And, and there actually is. I know. But then once you get there, you look back and you're like, well, that wasn't that wasn't as hard as I thought. Like, yes, there were hard moments along the way, but it's way more possible to achieve these really big out there goals once you just keep chipping away at it. Like, how did you really attach to that process as you were building your business and like keep the keep the end in sight? Yeah. So I think that that um, that statement couldn't be truer. And honestly, for me, it was figuring out what I needed to do, what was the, what the needle moving activities were in my business. And I just, I feel like I say this all the time. I just put my head down and I just did the work and I just like did not let other distractions happen. And I didn't, I wasn't even focused on like the, the end goal. It was just like, okay, do a little bit better than yesterday. Okay. Do a little bit better than yesterday and get into this rhythm and routine. And once I built it and once I built the habits, then, um, then it just became, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, we're here. Oh my gosh. It just like, (laughs) I don't know. It just like unfolded. And it, it's really incredible because when you have the game plan and you put the action in place, it was really quick. It was really quick. Yeah. Yeah. Tell me, tell me a little bit about like those milestones. What are like one or two of those big milestones that kind of got you there? Yeah. So when I first got started, um, I was a homeschooling mom. So mm-hmm. it was like cook all the meals. Oh my gosh. So much cooking, so much cooking. So many dishes, so much cleaning. And then it was okay. Now we have to do like schoolwork and, you know, like we have to make sure that we are raising these little tiny human beings into, you know, capable people. And, um, you know, then the pandemic happened Mm -hmm. (laughs) and I feel like that was a huge milestone for us because, uh, we had this opportunity, um, and we weren't sure, like, honestly, like everyone, we weren't sure what was going to happen. And we had this opportunity for him to stay home. And I was like, let's just give me a, let's just give me a chance. I'm going to teach you how to do the cooking and the cleaning and the schoolwork. And I'm going to just like do this. 
And so I spent time really putting all of the systems in place and really starting to take action. And then I noticed probably within like six months, um, most definitely within six months, I was like, okay, we've done this. Now it's time for you to quit your job. Like it's like time for you to quit because I, I am doing it and I can sustain it and I've already overcome your income Mm -hmm. and, uh, and I need you to help me go further and scale further. So I need you to now not only learn how to cook and clean and do schoolwork, which you're still learning how to do, but I also need you to learn how, um, how we market ourselves and how we, um, you know, do paperwork and how we kind of manage everything. And I feel like that was another pivotal moment was like, oh, okay, we can actually do this. Mm-hmm. And then it's just been, um, I like to say like a very slow grind my entire career um, has not developed as quickly as I'd like, but maybe it's right on track. <laughs> and um, it, I mean, certainly it's right on track for where we need to be. But about um, six months ago, I realized, so fast forward, you know, a year and a half later, I realized, okay, we're like actually on track for our first six figure year. And um, you should definitely go get your real estate license because I'm getting to this place where I need help and I have this vision to continue to grow this business. And so that was another, I feel like just pivotal moment. It was, uh, it was tough because then I dropped the, I feel like I completely dropped the ball because he did the bare minimum that he could do to keep our business sustained on his end. And of course I did the bare minimum as well. And we still hit our goals, but he was getting his real estate license. And so The next pivotal moment is here where we are today, like literally two weeks ago, maybe three weeks ago, he got his real estate license. We have made so many changes, so many big moves. He set a one-on-one like (laughs) day two. (laughs) Um, And we just like really have, I just feel like we're in this like pivotal transitional moment where we are about to scale to the next level. So I feel like last year was your slingshot year. And we talk about that concept. I don't know where I'm sure I heard it from somebody smarter than me. Um, but I, but this the slingshot year is where like you feel like you know you're you're making forward forward steps, but it feels like your momentum's going backwards. Mm-hmm. So you, you're making the right decisions and you hope they're the right decisions at least, but like you're not really seeing that forward progress. And it's because you're going back, back, back and pulling back for that tension, like a slingshot. So you can like spring forward. And I feel like that's what's happened for you. But another, another thing that you didn't mention was you also had a huge transition last year of sending your kids to school. Right. And so that was, that was a lot. Like you guys have dealt with a lot in the last year. It's not like you're just kind of trucking along, just chipping away. You're, You're also managing a life. You're growing your family. You're helping support your kids in their own big milestones as well. So the fact that you've achieved what you have in the last year is really exciting. Yeah, you're right. And I don't know. I just totally forgot about putting them in school. It's, um, it was really a hard transition at first, honestly. Yeah. Um, but now we're just like in a routine and rhythm and 
it feels so good that it doesn't even, I don't even remember it being like a trial period, yeah. you know, six months ago. <laughs> <laughs> so, so that's how it starts, right? You have humble beginnings, kind of putting the stuff together, having the dream, right? And then you're chipping away. When you and I met, that was, well, you and I met a long time ago. You and I met like five years ago, I think. Yeah. yeah. Honestly, it was like November, five years ago, whatever year that was, 2017. Is that right? I think so. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. It's been super cool watching this progress and kind of like cheering you along the way, um, helping where I can. But I feel like you're also really good at just doing the work when you have an idea, when you want to do something, you are really skilled at executing on a plan. Um, Mm -hmm. Maybe the vision aspect can be a stronger suit for sure, but you do the work and you follow through with what you say you're going to do, which is amazing. Yeah. Well, because you're not going to get anywhere unless you do that. (laughs) Yeah. Really? Maybe. Okay. I just don't struggle with that. That is not like a challenge that I personally face, but, um, I, so I was sort of backed into a corner when I got into real estate and you know this, and I don't share it honestly very often. Um, but I feel, and it's, I think it's because it still feels like so close to me, but I feel comfortable kind of sharing, but when I got into real estate, um, we got into it to like, you know, change our lives and have financial freedom and have flexibility with the kids. And, um, and my husband actually took a job making half of what he was making. And, uh, very quickly we realized how much money was going out and how that wasn't sustainable. So when I got into real estate, I had to make money. I didn't have a choice, Um, It wasn't like this thing that I had time to evolve. I didn't even know it took time to evolve. I did that much research that I was just like, oh, this is going to be great. Yeah. (laughs) Because that's what everybody um, says. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like I was told, oh, wow, you can probably make six figures and take your kids with you. And um, that's not how it went at all. And so I really didn't have a choice. I kind of came from a place of desperation that I had to pay the bills Um, and if I didn't, we were going to lose our house, you know, like that's, that's where we were. Um, and so I had to, I had to do the work, but now I'm not in that position. And I just have like this vision for, okay, I got myself from point a here in this place of like complete desperation to, okay, I've like hit my big goal that I had that I really like wanted to hit immediately. And then I also felt like it was so out of reach. I would never hit it. And now instead of going like, oh my gosh, I never want to get back there. I go, oh my gosh, there's so much in my future. It's like a whole new world. (laughs) Yeah. And so I have a different sort of drive now. And so the actions that I take, yeah, I had to before. And now it's just like, oh, I want to, because I know what's out there. Oh, that's so interesting. Yeah, there is something interesting about achieving one big goal that makes you realize that there's a lot more that's available to us and possible than we previously realized. And I I remember that too, because I remember getting into the business and we had the same dreams of like, we want to make six figures, right? And Bryce and I were able to do that our first year. And we got at the end of that first year and we were like, oh my God, like, I don't even know how to do this again. Like it was the hardest thing we had ever done, but we, but we did it. And at some point we realized like, 
it's all just math and it's all just doing enough of the right things for long enough. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and as soon as we did that, and we had that same moment where as soon as we crossed that threshold, we were like, okay, there's two things. Number one, you can make as much money as you want. It doesn't matter if it's real estate or doing something else. Like if you have the right plan, or if you know what, what it is you want to achieve and you, you just grind it out, you can, you can do whatever you want in life. Like that was the one big thing that we learned that we were capable of that, which is kind of like what you're saying too. And the other thing that we learned too is like, okay, the other thing is the money isn't the money. Who cares how much money you're earning if you are having to just do nothing but work, if you are not doing anything fun, if you're not saving it, if you're spending it faster than you're earning it, right? So that was the other thing that that we learned too is like, oh, wait, there's a lot more at stake here than just hitting a revenue goal. Like we also want to make sure that we're designing a life that's going to be fulfilling for us because that is part of having freedom and flexibility as being a business owner. Yes. Yeah. And I think that's a, that's a piece that just isn't really talked about very much. Yeah. Because it is all just number focused, right? But there is really something to be said for, for building that life, right? Mm -hmm. Because we all have these goals and these visions and these dreams and your personal life does fit into that. And so what does that look like? And what is that vision? And that is something that I have, um, you know, obviously work, work-life balance can be tough, right? Mm-hmm. Especially with little ones at home. Um, but that is something that I've always had on my goals list is not just, oh, I make a certain amount of money or I do a certain amount of trans transactions. It is you know, I am a mother that spends time with her children, quality time, both individually and together, right? Like I want to make sure that I'm looking my kids in their eyes every single day and hugging them and telling them that I love them and building that relationship with them and not just, oh, we got to go to Disney World, you know? Wow. That's a big distinction. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. So when you joined uh, Market Authority Academy, that was, and you and I had been hanging out prior to that, way prior to that, but you joined right before the pandemic when a lot of the stuff kind of started happening, right? There's a lot of stuff happening at that time. Um, And now you are the official success coach for the Market Authority Academy. Let's talk about that journey a little bit because... um, Sometimes I feel like the members of MAA like you better than me, and that's okay. (laughs) Just kidding. (laughs) You You fit so perfectly into the family, into the market authority family. Um, So I want I want you to I want to share a little bit about how that transition has been and how that process has looked. Yeah, well, it's all thanks to Mother Stephanie who (laughs) taught everything. That's amazing. I mean, who like raised me up as like this little toddler baby real estate agent. (laughs) I mean, you did. I'm kid you not. I met Stephanie. I had been in the industry for mm, seven months, eight months, something like that. So you raised me from a little baby real estate agent. A little hatchling, a little hatchling licensee. (laughs) Yes. And, um, you know, I like I said, I came from a place of, of desperation. And so I started taking action. Once I got the blueprint, 
to what I needed to do and realized it wasn't spending time on Canva, (laughs) (laughs) Um, which I feel like was my biggest challenge. But once I got the blueprint, I was like, okay, now it's time to take action. Right. And I just looked up to you so much as a mentor that I was like, this is the goal. She is the goal. Right. And there's a lot of conversation about comparison. And so I want to like pause here and say, at first there was a lot of comparison between you and I, but the longer I've been in this industry, I've realized that the comparison is only against myself. Mm-hmm. And so while I look up to you and say, oh, wow, I'd like to do, you know, I'd like to do life like this. I'd like to do business like this. Um I have to just make sure that I am only comparing myself to myself. Um, But all of that being said, I learned how to operate business the way you operate business. And I don't know how to say this without like tooting my own horn, but (laughs) I feel like I feel like I was able to take the vision that you had, the blueprint that you had and apply it in so many different facets of my business that, and also I'm such a, like a service person at heart. Like I really truly care about other people and making sure that they have an understanding and that they have like their, their path forged that um, it just like naturally happened, you know? within the group, it naturally happened where I was answering questions and kind of being this like mentor in my own sort of way. And then it sort of evolved from there. Yeah. Well, you were, you were one of the first beta people that went through the program and Mark. And if you're listening to this market authority Academy is a a mentorship program. um, And it's not the first one I've done. So this is like the second or third iteration that I've as, as my coaching style has evolved um, to what it is now. So you were the first person I invited, like you were the first call I made where I was like, Hey, I've got this idea and you've got to be in it. Like this is, this is, going to be perfect for you. Um, so you've been there since literally since day one. And I think I even like ran through a lot of the curriculum with you just to make sure I wasn't missing anything because I knew that um, you have a really keen sense. Again, it's back to your ability to just have vision and understand the different moving parts of your business. Um, I really wanted your feedback as I created this program because I knew that you were going to implement it. And over time, like what you mentioned, where you you took that blueprint and modified it to suit where you wanted to be. That's exactly what I wanted the Market Authority Academy to be. Because one thing that I realized over time was there's not, you cannot paint with a broad brush in this business. Every single person is going to come with a different background, different skills, a you know, a different setup. They're going to be in different markets. There's going to be different things required of them in order to achieve their goals. And so how do you create a blueprint for like a proprietary business building process that is going to be flexible enough to be tailored to to somebody's vision? And I think that is what made made you such a valuable part of Market Authority Academy because and I you just you did that. Like you took the the framework and you were the first per, one of the first people to really kind of transform your business and make it work for you, which is exactly what I wanted. And so I think that because you have a really 
good understanding innately of how that needs to look, you can see where other people have challenges or sticking points. And mm-hmm. you can say, look, this is the mo- this is where we need to reframe. This is the modification or this is my suggestion. So because that is just one of your natural strengths, it makes you so well poised to be an amazing success coach. Yeah. Thank you. You're welcome. You're welcome. It's just one of your many strengths. Thank you. Yeah. It's really hard to accept compliments. <laughs> I know it is. <laughs> I'm I'm always good at giving them, but I can't accept them either. So it's okay. <laughs> but it's true. Yeah, it is. And yeah, I mean, I think it all comes back to, and I think honestly, you have really helped me cultivate cultivate this understanding that I am like truly a visionary. I don't think I fully understood that until just a couple of months ago where I can really kind of see a a full picture and then pull in those different components and those different modifications, like you said, and, and really kind of help customize and tailor. Can I point something out? Before we can understand our strengths, we have to take a ton of action because we have to have something to reflect back on. And so without having had years of trial and error and stories and experience, it's hard to point out specifically those moments where you showed up as your full self. And so I think a lot of times when we're getting into, and I'm only saying this because you mentioned the comparison mindset, if anyone is listening to this and and they're like, well, I'm not a visionary or I don't know what my strength is before you start going to Google and mm-hmm. looking for all the strengths finder tests and paying for all the personality tests, it is helpful to just take action. Because mm-hmm. in having these different experiences, you find these aha moments where you realize like, oh, I did something that came really naturally to me that other people were looking at me like, oh, how did they do that? <laughs> you know, so mm-hmm. I think that that was really helpful. And just be- because you had been taking action for so long and doing these different things and having that like scientist mindset of being open to experimentation. It was easy for someone on the outside looking in to say, look, look at what you're doing. This is really cool. You should be paying attention to this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That is a really good point. That is, um, that is an amazing point. And I'm glad that you said it because I wasn't thinking of it like that. Um, And then also, I think it will help other people listening for sure. Um, Yeah. And actually, that sort of leads to how I sometimes find a little bit of a challenge in myself as a coach, right? As a success coach. Um, I'm really good at saying like, this is what I did. Right. And here's where I think you can make the modification. But um, I think you're right about having to take action and then really understanding like where your strengths are and then where your weaknesses are, because I find that I have a hard time pointing that out to people because, you know, it's very much a reflective process. Yeah. 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 That's true. So, so walk us through a little bit about what your days look like today as a producing realtor and as a success coach with us. Yeah. So it is a lot. Um, and I do have another strength of like organization. And so just making sure that I, first and foremost, I have all of my business systems basically set up and dialed in. Right. So that is very helpful. You have to remember that I, if you're listening, I have been 
really setting these up for years and they have evolved and changed and I have dialed in and made them work for me and my business. And so um, a day typically looks like I I do work a couple of hours in my personal business, um, first and foremost, first thing in the morning. Um, it does help that I'm on East Coast time and yeah. you definitely are in Phoenix. So you're like typically just waking up as I'm kind of winding down, right? My my personal work day. And so I spend a couple of hours kind of just making sure that I'm having the right conversations, that my husband is on um, the right page in terms of like what we need to do. Um, and then really focusing on designing out our day um, his day and then my responsibilities so that I make sure that I can take the action that I need in order to support him. And then I move right over into, um, the work that I do for market authority. And what that kind of looks like is, um, having lots of communication and support with, uh, the members that are in our communities and um, really just making sure that um, people have the resources that they need, right? Um, and helping kind of get feedback on some of the homework that we provide. And um, it also means that I am giving a lot of encouragement, which I find to be... I think my favorite part. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, I think so. Just because I feel like there's a lot of uncertainty, even if you have yeah. a blueprint for something, it's like, well, did I do this right? And I'm like, yes, good job. And I just like truly, truly love to um, support people. And I think that that's like, this is a passion for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've said it to you multiple times, but Joining Market Authority Academy as a success coach is a total passion project. I truly love to help people see the pathway, to give them the support and encouragement that they need, because it can be hard to go, does this work? Did I do it right? Am I doing it right? And for me to just say, Yes, you are. This is how I've made these modifications. This is what you can do to modify if you need to. And like, you're, you're doing it and like, look at you. I'm so proud of you, you know? Um, and I, like, when I say it, I truly am. It's so funny when I'm, um, when I'm on my computer typing away and, you know, giving support in our, in our private community, my husband is always like, what are you smiling at? And I'm just like reading everyone's comments <laughs> just like, and I'm smiling with yeah. my response. Like it is so fulfilling to just be like, yes, you're on the right path. Yes, you've got it. Or like, hey, what about, you know, what about this one thing? I can remember um, one of our members said, I really want to make sure that I'm have that like work-life balance and I want to spend some more time with my friends. And I was like, hey, You've made this commitment to have lunches with, you know, a certain amount of people. You need to make sure that one of those people every single week are your friends. Mm -hmm. And she's like, oh, yeah, I didn't even think of that. And it's just like those little things. And I'm like, yes, you can do it. Yes. Micro adjustments. I love that. Yeah, I (laughs) that is one of the best parts because it's it's. it is the 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 total act of faith to attach to a process 
And it's the one thing that nobody can really prepare you for when you get into real estate, because it can take you, you know, it can take you three to six months to have your first deal. And then if, if stuff hits the wall, like if things go awry and your business bottoms out, it can take you another three to six months again to start having deals again. Like, like even when things start clicking and you have your first couple of deals, if you don't have the right pieces in place, your business will nosedive. And then you have to go through this cycle of up and down over and over again. And and I think that we we understand that the market is cyclical and that business goes up and down getting into it. But until you experience it, it is the craziest thing to have to go through. And what is it? The The definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and hoping something will change. That is literally real estate. Yeah, you have to show up every single day to do the exact same thing over and over and over again, hopeful that 90 days from now things will change. Yes. And and having to go through that process alone can be the scariest most testing thing that a person can go through because it's not just about putting numbers on the wall. It's, you know, supporting your family, it's paying your bills, keeping a roof over your head, you know, mm-hmm. like it's it's never just the deal. It's never just the business. There is so much more behind it. And so that was that was I think that's why you and I one of the reasons why you and I just work so well together because mm-hmm. we know how much that matters to have someone like cheering you on a little bit and it's what I wish that I had when I had gotten into the business. But, you know, the alternative is just comparing yourself on the highlight reel of social media mm-hmm. where everybody just wants to share the wins. And when you're in one of those like valleys, when when business is not going well, you're like, what's wrong with me? Mm-hmm. Why am I not? Am I not working hard enough? Am I, um, you know, why am I making the wrong decisions? Why is everybody else getting more lucky than I am? Right. So true. Yeah. And all along, it's can be luck, but it's not really luck. (laughs) No, no. Yeah. I mean, like I said, there are a few moments, but then you have to go back and reflect. How did I make that happen? Right. Right. And it is lucky agents create their own luck. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. You say that all the time. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. So some other things that I do, um, are I, I don't know. I think ultimately it just comes down to, I am here to support that. That is my role. My role is a success coach. So supporting other agents, the best way um, that I can encouragement. um, And then I, I do a lot of showcasing my, my modifications because it's important to say, okay, here's the blueprint, do the work. And then the next time you go through it, make it fit a little bit more for you. Right. And I think, um, I think that maybe that's where you get the thought that like people like you, me better than you, (laughs) because because I'm just showing them a different way. And it's like, Oh, I'm, that was a total joke. I don't know. I know. I know. But, um, you know, like when Stephanie says it, like, honestly, I'm always feeling like all hail Queen Stephanie. When Stephanie says it, it's like, okay, we've got to do this. And I think people get so hung up on, I have to do it exactly like Stephanie says. Right. Yeah. And I kind of come in and I'm like, hey guys, guess what? You don't actually, I mean, yes, mostly, 
but let's make it your own, right? And let's find ways where we can make modifications to totally tailor it to yours. When it's coming from me, I think people just assume that they can't deviate from the plan. Yeah. And you give yep. them permission to, which yes. is helpful. Yeah, I think so. I mean, I felt like that at first. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's it's a blueprint. Like, right. you don't want to deviate from it. You want to get it down. And then and then you can absolutely customize it. And And I think also, you know, helping people measure their success. Yeah. That's the other thing, which I know that I just kind of keep coming back to this, but it's such an important conversation. So how do you measure your success? Well, you have to measure it against yourself, right? Like ultimately you have to. And so what I do is um, I, you know, I have 10 goals that I've kind of come up with um, that change and evolve over time. And actually, I think I bumped them down to about eight now because 10 felt like a lot. And my priorities have changed and they do change and it's okay for your goals to change. Right. And so, um, one of the big things that I do is I write out my plan, um, for success. So I look ahead three to five years and I say, okay, what do I want my life to look like? And that's what I'm working toward, right? That's how I measure my success. Not what does Stephanie's life look like three to five years from now, (laughs) but like, what do I want from my life? And I write those goals down daily if I really am struggling and need a reminder. Um, But I'm constantly looking at them and I write them as if I've already accomplished them. And you will be shocked if you write those things, even if you write them like once a month or once a week, as if you've done them. It's a reminder to yourself of like what you're what you are going for what your goals are, what you want your life to look like. And you will be making your life look like that. It yeah. will. I was, I mean, I just, I just did it. Cause I heard it on a podcast somewhere and I was like, okay, I'm gonna try this. And I did. And three years later I had scratched off every single thing on my list. And I was like, Oh, it's time for me to make a new list. <laughs> oh my gosh. That, that's so fun. Yeah. So you know, it's, it's hard for me to say like exactly how I measure my success because my success looks different from yours. And I feel like I have this conversation a lot as a success coach, you know, my business looks different than Stephanie's business looks different than another market authority members business looks different than someone that's not in market authority, you know, just one of my colleagues here in my area, everyone's business looks different. You cannot compare yourself to anyone else. So you have to decide what success looks like to you. And for me, building a six-figure business, working about two hours a day was a huge success. Mm-hmm. You know, other people can look at that and go, mm, not really for me, you know, and that's fine because it's not their life and it's not their business. I love that. So really understanding where it is you want to go and then putting that into words so you can actually articulate it, which is actually really hard. It's one thing to have like a feeling or an idea of what you want your life to look like. And it's another to actually put that into like one sentence goals and then Mm -hmm. being able to just track that over and over again. And it's, it's funny that you went through that exercise and that you do that. I actually agree. Um, That is so powerful because there's actually a couple of things that happen when you do that. 
from what I've read, and maybe this is what you found too, maybe you and I listened to the same podcast. <laughs> maybe we had a conversation about it. I don't remember if we did. Um, but I went through a really similar process. And it's because when you write things in present tense, as if you've already accomplished them, your brain is designed to always look for evidence to support your thoughts. That's why limiting beliefs that can be negative in implication can actually be so powerful and why we don't realize that they're just false narratives in our mind. Because when we say something over and over again, our brain is going to constantly be looking for evidence to support that as truth because we're egomaniacs. And so, so when you do that, that's actually really helpful because it trains your brain to look for evidence to support that being true. And so you subconsciously begin to take action and make decisions with that in mind. And so I actually do that. I do that every year where I write down like just the goals that I want to focus on that year. And they're not big long-term goals. They're what can I, what can I, just kind of push myself just a little bit to accomplish in 12 months. And I literally just came across this and I sent it to Bryce, but I had a little 12 month goal sheet that I wrote um, a year ago. And this happened last week and it was to the day. And somehow I came across it in my photos because I was cleaning out my photo album. And I had, I, it was the same thing. I was like looking at all these goals and I had accomplished like eight out of the 10 goals that I had written down for the year. And I was like, Oh my gosh. And I sent it to Bryce and I said, crazy what you can do in just a year. And he mm-hmm. said, well, it's a new year. I know that's so Bryce. Right? I'll just keep going. <laughs> but it is super powerful. What do you, what are you looking to create this year? What, what's um, an intention of yours that you're working towards? So for me this year, um, I think my biggest um, focus has going is going to be has been really focusing in on self care and making sure that I set those boundaries. You know, um, because it kind of comes back to what you said. Numbers are great, and like having a number goal is fine. Mm-hmm. But what is what does that look like for your life too? Right, because if it's working sixty hours is that worth it? Right. (laughs) I don't know. So, um, for me, my biggest goal is to just make sure that I am taking the time, uh, for myself. I am an Enneagram too. And so that means that I care about everyone else and will just like totally, uh, sacrifice myself for anyone, which is cool, but also, um, it's not giving anymore. (laughs) Like I, I'm just like at this place where I'm like, you know what, it's okay to, um, take care of yourself. And I I've learned just in like three months that taking care of yourself doesn't always have to be luxurious, right? Because I think I just associated self-care with luxury Mm. and like days at the spa and, you know, like a warm bubble bath and, sometimes I'm like, I don't even have time for that, but I'll tell you, I had a great weekend. I like my cleaned my house on and did some like deep cleaning on Saturday. And I listened to a book and I haven't had no idea like how therapeutic that could be. I managed to take a bubble bath. I managed to rest and relax. And I managed to take my kids to like a really fun little play. And, um, I also worked, you know, because you've, as a real estate agent, you've got to work, right? So mm-hmm. I'm managing conversations uh, for my listing and just making sure that all my clients feel good and secure going into the weekend. And um, 
yeah, I just learned that self-care doesn't, it doesn't have to be some luxurious thing. You can do things to set yourself up for the week. You can take, you, you can take a 30 minute bubble bath. (laughs) (laughs) Isn't that funny? Like how much time we're willing to waste doing something that doesn't actually matter or get us closer to our goals. Um, when really we could just allow ourselves that 15, 20, 30 minutes to take a walk or go on a little bike ride or play with the kids or do the bubble bath and like shocker. Yeah. And you know, the the biggest thing, and I know that you're working on this too, is like social media is such a suck. It is a time suck. It is an energy suck. It is a mindset suck. It just sucks. (laughs) So it's weird coming from somebody who has um, done a lot of work on teaching real estate agents how to use social media, right? And Mm -hmm. I built my business on social media because I didn't have a database getting into this industry. And and so that was the only thing I could do, right? And I still love social media. It it does so much for me um, in my business. But yeah, like you have to identify where it where the line is, where it starts taking more than it's giving. Um, Mm -hmm. And you and I are on a really similar journey this year where we've both kind of gone about as far as we can go um, while not taking care of ourselves. And that was one of my big findings too, where it's like, oh, you know what? Social social media is not it. Like right now, I'm going to continue marketing. I'm going to keep doing all the business stuff. But those moments where I get lost in the scroll because I just need to kill 20 minutes that would probably be better spent reading a book on my Kindle, right? Or or doing some threading as I have recently picked Ooh, up. Yes. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it can just be as simple as sitting and I am really terrible at like sitting in my own thoughts. Oh, it's not a fun place to be. <laughs> Um, really, I love hanging out with your thoughts. You always have great thoughts. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I know you're talking about something different though. <laughs> no, yeah, but it's interesting because, you know, I think that like we used to just sit and think a lot and we could yeah. sit and be quiet and, oh, it's so hard. It's hard to be quiet. Yeah. 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 And it's important. Like I always, it's so funny. Um maybe a little TMI, but I always used to say, or I still say like, I love to take a shower. My, like my best ideas come from a shower. Mm-hmm. It's because I'm doing nothing else, like, but sitting there thinking. Right. Yeah. And so I almost wonder what I could come up with if I could just like, let myself sit and think. So for me, that's the meditation practice. And we've spoken about this. And a lot of people assume that meditation means you have to stop thinking, but that's not actually it. It's Mm -hmm. actually just creating a space for your thoughts to come and go without judgment. Um, And when I realized that, that's where like the power of meditation really became accessible to me. And I have not done a great job on my meditation practice in the last several months because I have a newborn who, well, he's not a newborn anymore, but he has just like this uncanny ability to squawk as soon as I try to find a quiet place. Um, Or Bryce walks into the room as soon as I get settled for a quick like 10 minute meditation. Um, Mm -hmm. And I actually coincidentally meditated this morning. 
And I got, it's five, meditation is five times more powerful than rest. So if we're mm-hmm. talking about self-care, rejuvenating, make sure, making sure we're well-rested to do really hard things, meditation is great for that. And then the reason I meditated was because I got about five hours of sleep last night because Grady and Graham both were just doing their thing last night. It was great. It was a whole party in the Lugo household. <laughs> and and I was like, I really need to take five minutes or 10 minutes to myself to be able to show up. And, and I felt great afterwards. But the whole time I have all these like weird little thoughts. Like I was thinking about the questions I wanted to ask you during <laughs> during this conversation. I was thinking about making sure I remember to grab my water. Um, will I have enough time to like brush my teeth while I'm getting <laughs> all this like stupid stuff, like these random thoughts. Um, but you just have to like come and let them go. And normally like that would never happen because I would be sucked into the scroll, like just doing mm-hmm. whatever I'm doing to distract myself from the mayhem of the day. Whereas if you just allow yourself to sit in it, you can actually, you can actually get a lot more done on the other end of it. Yeah. And you actually like brought up this other point that like you have this whole life, right. Where you have to worry about getting water and brush your teeth and like your, your babies were up all night and that's just life. And I feel like social media like makes you feel like people aren't living this life that you're living. Yeah. And you do, you do play that comparison game, although it's, it's not good for you and you know, you shouldn't do it. But like, I remember those days, my kids are older now. And I will say one of my kids came and got my bed last night and (laughs) um, had his knee in my back all night. And I, at five o'clock this morning, ended up on the couch because I just couldn't handle it anymore. Right. And it's just, yeah, you don't see that side of it, but Um, I, I think that that's, that's been a huge saver for me is just to like, not be on it and then have like more self-reflection and spend time doing things that actually bring me joy. I love that. I love that for you. I love, I love your whole journey. I love that I have a little space on it. Um, watching you grow over these last few years has been such an honor and I just, I just love you. Like, I literally just love you like a sister. And I'm so glad that our paths crossed. Um, and I'm so glad that I get to explore the, this passion project in the Market Authority Academy with you. Um, seeing how much people love love working with you, seeing um, the wins that they get and when they get to celebrate it with us is just amazing. I feel like I'm crying at least three times a week just from the wins that I'm seeing in the Market Authority Academy because um, this stuff matters. Like, and I know, I know it sounds kind of hokey, right? Like just, just saying that out loud, but it really matters to be able to help support somebody on their way. Um, and to be able to share that with you has been so much fun. Like every single day, I'm just so grateful to to kind of be on this path with you. So I want to acknowledge you for that. Oh, thank you. And I love you too. Just the same exact way. I feel like I... I definitely like can shed tears about market authority members and just all the wins and all the excitement. Um, but I feel like, I feel like we have so many moments like that between the two of us where I'm just like, I love you so much. <laughs> <laughs> we cry all the time. We do. I feel like I cry a lot, but like we definitely- I do too. It just like, I don't know, something happened when I had kids. I just like cry yeah. about everything now, but um, not a week goes by that I don't like think of you and just think of like, um, everything that you've done for me 
has been completely life-changing. Um, and what you've empowered me to do for other people is also life-changing. And I feel like I'm just honored to be, um, I'm, I'm just honored that I'm invited to your circle of people. Oh, well, I feel like there's always a space for you from the very beginning. We just had to find you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I love that. Oh, well, thank you for joining me. For those who want to hang out with you on social, when you do grace social with your presence, actually, you're actually very active, but you know what I mean? When you are showing up and, and kind of um, hanging out there, where can people connect with you? Yeah, I really, really love Instagram. Um, it is probably, it's, it's my favorite platform to like have bu- relationship building time. So definitely hang out on Instagram um, with me. I try not to scroll TikTok as much. And um, next quarter, we're going to be starting a YouTube channel. So um, that's going to be exciting. I don't know what, I don't know what to expect from that yet, but that is a goal for next quarter, which is only a month away (laughs) at the time of this recording. But um, yeah, so, but mostly find me on Instagram. Cool. I'll have all the deets in the show notes. Karen Ann, thank you for being you and thank you for hanging out with me today. And I, my hope is that this conversation opens up the path for us to have other just casual combos um, on hot topics in the future. What do you think? I love that. I'm here for it. I will happily do this anytime. Okay. Awesome. Love it. Thanks for joining me. Oh, here's the awkward part. We hit it. How do I end it? <laughs> um, thanks for tuning in. Till next time. Till next time. Keep on crushing it. <laughs> thanks for tuning in. A high five on taking some time to invest in yourself and in your business. If you're looking for more, head over to the show notes to find all the details and links to resources mentioned in this episode of the Market Authority Show. And if you're looking to find a new crew of like-minded pros to ask questions and bounce ideas off of, head over to themarketauthorityacademy.com to join my exclusive community on Facebook, check out my latest free masterclass and tons of bonus content, or apply to my mentorship program to learn how I can help you triple your business this year. Until next time, keep on crushing it.